Welcome to another episode of the Chit Chat in the Quarter podcast with your host, Irova Agbar. Always a delight, as I say it on every episode, to host you, to have you with me and spend these moments together. For today's episode, I'm going to present how we can build trust in our relationships, in our teams, and as leaders. And that is something that is very important that we all need. You know that the foundation of any sort of relationship is trust. So the important thing for us now is to consider how do we as individuals in our relationships, if you've got kids, how do you build trust with your kids or how do they even build trust with you? And this content is going to be applicable whether you're an adult, whether you're a child, whether you're in business, it really doesn't matter. I think these principles are very generic and cuts across regardless of age group or demographics. So how do we build trust in our relationships and in our leadership? The first thing is to recognize that building trust takes time and requires effort. I think sometimes we go into situations where we expect to be trusted immediately. The person who we are demanding trust from hasn't known us enough to trust us. So we need to appreciate and recognize that trust does take time. It does take effort. An example of this is when I met my wife. So we met on a night out and we had conversations. I was out with my friend and my brother and she was out with her friends as well. And we had a conversation which was good. We exchanged numbers and we kept in touch. But I could tell you in the first instant that we met, I didn't necessarily trust her, neither should she have trusted me because we didn't know each other really. But over time, as we began to speak more and see each other more often, that started to build trust. And this leads me to the second point on how we build trust in our relationships or in our leadership. It's about building relationships. Now, I don't necessarily mean spending every awake moment with a person, but in my opinion, the more we work together, the more we're in communication or in conversation with each other, whether it's through in our relationship or through the work that we do, And thank God for technology and the different means and modes that we can communicate. But the more that we build and develop and invest into a relationship, it is highly likely that that would have a positive return in terms of building trust in that relationship. The third thing I believe that we need to do in building trust in our relationship is being consistent or being credible, having integrity. I believe we have to be, as individuals, show ourselves to be trustworthy. If you want to be trusted, show yourself to be trustworthy. So are you a person of your word? Can I count on you to do what you say you will do? And where, for whatever reason, you're unable to deliver on what you've said, do you let me know? Do you give a feedback? Do you let people know? Do you say, I am sorry, I can't deliver on that anymore? I thought I would be, but unfortunately, I can't. I'll give you an example. There was a project I offered to help in, and there were other things that I had doing at the time, and I really wanted to get involved in this project. I let the project lead know what I could actually commit to. However, when we got involved in it, I realized very quickly that the expectations were very different to what I had initially said I could offer. And so, I couldn't commit to it the way they wanted me to. So at that point, I had to have a conversation and say, I am really sorry. I really want to do this. However, what is expected doesn't align with what I am able to offer at this point in time. So I'm sorry, I can't really help as much as you would want to. I recognize that there was a miscommunication somewhere or misunderstanding. And it was, in my opinion, 
my responsibility. I had to take ownership of that and approach the project lead and apologize for not offering the sort of help they would expect. So are you a person of integrity? Are your words credible? Do you say what you mean and mean what you say? Are you consistent? Especially when it's difficult, when things get hard, do you bend the rules or do you stick to your principles? The fourth thing is competence. I think it's important for us to understand that we do need to be competent and keep developing our competence in order to build trust. A perfect example is at work. I joined a new team and I've always been one to stick my head above the parapet. I've always been one to to offer help and, and assistance wherever needed. And I asked my manager, can I help with this item? And their response to me was, not for now. Focus on the primary objective while you're here and we will see how things go. And in that moment, I knew what was being said. I needed to demonstrate competence and show that I have the capacity to be able to take on more tasks and more responsibilities. So it's, it's very important that in our relationships, we develop and we keep developing our competence. So what does that mean in a relationship? Competence in managing a relationship. What are the fundamentals to actually keep a relationship going? you start to apply those and you start to do those and you build on those qualities at work. What are the skills, the knowledge and the behaviors that you need to demonstrate on a regular basis to show that you are competent when a task is given to you? Do you deliver that on time? Do you do it to the right standard? Do you go over and beyond where you're uncertain on what to do? Do you seek help and advice and guidance to ensure that the project, the task is completed to a good standard? That approach builds trust with your colleagues. Do you deliver a project on time? And we see the value and importance of competence for building trust across every sector. In football, for instance, you could tell when a player is not trusted because the team would rarely pass the ball to them. Or in any other team sport, how involved are they? How much do they give that person to do? That is an indication of whether or not they trust that person. So you and I, need to keep developing and improving our competence. And part of developing our competence is judgment. Do we have the right judgment at work? Are we reflective on things that have happened? Are we considered and measured or are we hasty? And the fifth thing is role modeling. Our intents needs to be backed up with actions. Do we demonstrate the skills, the behaviors and attitudes we expect from others? As we are speaking about trust, are you trusting? Do you trust others? Do you have confidence in others? Are you a micromanager or do you give people more space to be able to explore, to be able to innovate and come up with their own ideas? This whole idea about even giving children tasks at home. A lot of us parents would rather do it ourselves because one, we know we could do it better. We could do it quicker. And that's as a result of not trusting them to do it to the standard that we would normally do it to. But what my wife and I have had to do over the years is train ourselves to teach them to model this is how you do it and then guide them as they do it and gradually pull back and just let them do it. Yes, occasionally we'll double check to make sure things have been done properly and where there are mistakes. Again, we teach them, but we encourage them to do it. Otherwise, we will forever do things that we could technically allow them do and this is the challenge when as leaders or as individuals we do not trust people or in relationships if you don't trust your spouse with money 
Now, hopefully they've <laughs> not given you a reason not to trust them. But if you don't, what then happens is you have to then manage everything when it comes to finances. And this could apply to the male or to the female, however it goes. If you don't trust your colleagues at work to get a certain job done, what's going to happen is you then put down your to-do list, which means you have to fulfill that as well as the other things you have to do. So as leaders, as, as individuals, it's very important that we keep building trust so that it allows us delegate to ensure there is equity in things being done whether it's in the house or in the workplace and it frees us up to be able to take on other roles and other responsibilities as we bring this episode to a close i'm just going to summarize what we need to do in building trust one recognizing that it does take time it takes effort we need to be patient in building trust we need to be intentional about building relationships keep communicating keep conversing ensure that we are constructive in and intentional when it comes to investing in relationships the third thing is credibility keep building our credibility be consistent have integrity because that is very useful number four is competence be intentional on growing and delivering because the more you do the more your results can speak for itself then more people will trust you depending on what it is you need trust in and finally be a role model Trust others if you want to be trusted and allow them the space to do what it is that you expect of them. I hope that this episode has been of value to you. Until the next episode, we have been chit-chatting in a quarter. <laughs>